0: to charles kelly money tips i don't know about you uh i i i don't have any pets as such i don't know if you have pets you have a dog or a cat or a rabbit or something uh but if you don't have pets if you're not a dog lover and a cat lover how would you feel if someone was coming to stay with you and said well i've got my dog with me and and you said well i'm not sure i don't i don't like dogs in the house and they'd probably get offended but how would you feel if they said well i've got a right to come in with my dog and you can't stop me well that's what landlords are facing with this new renters reform bill coming through it's been introduced into parliament today it's it's now a bill that's been introduced to parliament will be voted on and probably brought into law because the government has a massive majority anyway and and labor are in support of many of the the reforms that they want to bring in to help tenants not landlords this is tenants right uh, now, Labour would like to push it further. So they'll probably be looking at amendments to make it even more difficult for landlords. Now, one of the things that's been introduced is for, for to, to enable people with dogs, tenants, to, to be able to get a place and, and for the landlords to, to not have the right to refuse somebody who has a pet in the house. And, and I think this is wrong uh, because last time I had a tenant with a pet in the house they brought a cat in unbeknown to me and it wasn't part of my agreement it said in the agreement you're not allowed pets Uh, but they had a cat in there and when they left and they left the place in an almighty mess part of the problem was this cat that they had in the room and it stunk to high heaven I mean you just it was like stomach wrenching when you went in there because they didn't keep it clean And I had to employ cleaners that cost me about £200. It cost me about £300 to clear all of the rubbish and the dirt and the stuff out of that property. Um, And so it cost me, you know, around about £500 plus the loss of uh, time I couldn't rent it out for, then plus redecoration in in there as well. So I'm I'm probably down about a £1,000 because because of these tenants. Now, what what the, the government wants to do is to stop landlords having as much choice they also want to stop the blanket ban on benefit tenants Uh, these are people that claim benefits from the government and get their rent paid by the government Uh, so some landlords don't mind this they'll they'll have they'll have properties in an area like places up north for instance where all of the streets are are benefit tenants and and they're fine with that they can cope with that they can deal with the local authorities and, and the departments that pay the money but if you're a landlord in the Southeast with a, with a let's say a nicer property, a more expensive property, you might say, well, no, I don't want uh, benefit tenants. I, I would like to have private tenants. A, they pay more. B, they tend to look after the property better in general. Okay. And, and C, that's just my philosophy. I want those sort of tenants. Now, the government is saying you can't have a blanket ban on this. Now, we don't know the detail of exactly how this will work. Uh, I'm sure the landlords will have some choice, but it's going to make things much more difficult. But the main thing in this renters reform bill is the abolition of the section 21 uh, right to evict for 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 no fault evictions it's called uh, a no fault eviction notice in other words a notice that you send to the tenant and it says uh you know we're giving you two months notice now you don't do that at the start of the tenancy you do that at the end of the tenancy or you might do it after a year or two if the if the tenant isn't paying any rent, or you know you, you want the property back or you want to sell it so i think you know landlords are perfectly within their rights for asking for their property back and shouldn't have to give a reason to justify why they would want their property back I mean do you agree with this I mean mention this in the comments if you think I'm wrong or if you think you know you're a tenant and all landlords are you know fat cat rich people that you know should be wiped off the planet I mean I get comments things like uh, property should not be used for business it only should be used for residential purposes well that's fine go and buy a property then or let everyone buy a property but as far as i know there's always been a rental market going back thousands of years because not everyone either has the money to buy or wants to buy yeah in a, in a utopia then everyone would you know own nothing and be happy you know but we're not living in communist society here although well, i think it's moving towards that uh, but look People have the right to do what, what they want. And I think landlords should have the right to say to a tenant, look, your tenants have come to an end. You haven't moved out, I noticed, but I'm going to serve you with a section 21. Now, the problem here is that a lot of tenants will not move out at the end of the tenancy. Like, you know, if I go and go to a hotel for a week, I move out at the end. I don't say, well, you've got to serve me a notice to move out. Otherwise, I'm not going Uh, no you just move but a lot of people won't do that they're not reasonable so you have to serve these notices on to get them out and then when they get the notice they say the council the local authority have advised me to stay put uh, otherwise I'm intentionally making myself homeless and therefore I will not be housed by them so a lot of people stick it out until you go further and then issue uh, send bailiffs in to actually evict them which could take months and months and months in that time the tenant will probably not pay their rent anyway and and may end up trashing the place to, for, for good measure uh, so this is what people do and until the councils get their heads around this and say look if if people are moving out they shouldn't treat them as intentionally making themselves homeless they they shouldn't have to force the tenant to uh, be, go through an eviction process a, a an actual physical eviction process uh, before they'll help them Uh, So so that's that's my view on on where this is going. Now, some of the there was a charity in in, uh, quoted on the BBC, uh, an animal charity said, uh, hopefully these rules will make more properties available uh, for for people with dogs and cats. I'm thinking, uh, no, it won't because the landlords will just pull out. Uh, I'm not going to have my house full of dogs and cats. Sorry. Uh, sorry if you're a dog and a cat owner but a lot of people don't keep their animals clean the house smells afterwards you've got dog hairs and cat hairs all over the place and as i said i had a very bad experience uh with a cat owner that just left an almighty mess and a stink i I don't know how they could live like that to be honest it was unbelievable um uh, these were benefit tenants by the way uh and and unfortunately with with some of the benefit tenants you get a lower standard of behavior in, in some cases now I'm probably going to get barraged with complaints about this because not everyone is like that. But that's been my experience. Um, you know, More likely to have hassles and, and, and people with mental problems as well. A lot of people on the benefits system and in these housing situations uh, are not getting the care they need in the community. And, and they've got issues, you know, and that's not their fault. Uh, but, but as a landlord, you'd like to have a choice to say, well, I want this type of tenant with it, without a dog or a cat And and that's that's my rule. This is my house. And then at the end of the tenancy, the landlord should have the right to say, "Well, actually, we'll come to the end now. You've been here a year. You've been here two years. I would like the property back. Here's the notice." Now I don't know why people cry about it because when you enter into a tenancy, it's usually you sign a six or twelve month agreement. You're not signing an agreement for life. Okay, so so what's the problem? You know, and and these these charities like Shelter say that landlords are, are causing homelessness. You know that they're responsible for people becoming homeless well i don't believe that's true it depends how you look at the figures because if a landlord says well your tenancy's come to an end and and the tenant left then the landlord is not making them homeless but if the tenant says well i'm not moving until you make me homeless then of course the figures will show that the landlord is making them homeless so to me it's the whole thing is a mess and the government are not going to help because more and more landlords will pull out. Hundreds of thousands of landlords have already pulled out in the last few years, thanks to George Osborne and his uh, rules on taxation, uh, You know, getting, getting rid of the tax benefits. Many of the tax benefits for, for landlords have got the properties in their own name. If you'd like any advice on that, by the way, if you've got several properties stuck in your own name and you want to transfer them out into a company entity without paying capital gains tax or stamp duty, then there is a way around this contact me charles at charleskelly.net and i'll try and help you there uh, so, so that's what's happening with with landlords we've known about this for a little while obviously i've i've, I've talk, talked about it and been writing about it for quite some time but now it's coming to fruition it's really here and you know labor would like it to go further one one labor politician said this will be a good thing it needs to go further to stop the wild west of private the private rented sector well as far as i know the wild west didn't have so many regulations they didn't have like dozens of regulations regulating everything you do from you know gas safety checks to electrical checks to to this rule to that rule you know the, the boot is definitely on the tenant's foot here and if if the the government empowers tenants anymore then we're, go- we're going to see more landlords pull out and then it'll be left to the corporates and then they will charge what, what they like i guess and they will put up rents and it'll be bad news for everybody already we're seeing landlords pull out that's why rents have, have rocketed in the last couple of years and I think it will get worse uh, as we go along now of course a lot of landlords are, are retiring so it's not all because of the rules but I, I do know lots of landlords have either trimmed down their portfolio or you know have, have just sold off bits uh, and, and maybe keep one or two uh, but a lot of people are, are, are not buying um, we know that mortgage lending has gone down substantially this year so it's not looking good for, for this sector now before i go i wanted to also mention uh, about overseas buyers we hear a lot about overseas buyers that they're buying all these properties in the uk and all this but they make a very small minority of buyers and they're normally buying in expensive parts of london and places like that but there are mortgages available if you are an overseas person and you want to buy something in the uk then there are mortgages available up to 75 percent loan to value for overseas buyers one other thing i want to mention is if you need help with with finances, uh, and you need help in, in managing your money and putting money together, so maybe you can buy a property in the future, then check out. I've got a webinar tonight at uh, 8 p.m now if you miss this because you're not watching this t- today on on a wednesday then i'll have one on, on the following wednesday or the wednesday after that so so do click on the link anyway and we'll get you on to the next one but in this webinar i'll show you three steps to successful money management uh, first of all to get control of your finances get control of that money so in a very simple way so that you can start building wealth and then in, in the second part is to, to help you and show you ways of, of actually building wealth uh, for yourself for the long term. And thirdly, then we're going to go through how you can maintain that consistency so that you build wealth over time. We all have the opportunity to build wealth. Um, you know, we're in a country where you can build as much wealth as you want. But it's just a question of how you do it, how you manage your money and of course your mindset. OK, so do check that out on the link below and hopefully I will see you there in my Special webinar, absolutely free, Three Steps to Successful Money Management. This is Charles Kelly Money Tips podcast. I'll see you again on the next broadcast. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.